check things out, see what's going on. You said you're getting online. I thought I'd help. <laughs> Not that kind of online, Justin. Come on, man. You know, I need to check my Facebook and see who's posting on Instagram and pin something and see about my tweet notifications, you know. Tweet, tweet, tweet. You sound like you're a bird. Man, I don't get it. I don't understand. I... Oh, look, I have a new friend request. It's you. I thought we were already friends. What's, well, what's up? Well, we were, but that's a different account. I can be myself on this account. <laughs> huh? Well, I already have you, so I'm deleting your correction. <coughs> Justin! <coughs> okay, fine. I'll ask you as a friend. <laughs> Justin! You, you can't post stuff like this. It's just a picture. Come on, man. It's not. I mean, it's not even that bad. <coughs> Justin, you, you cannot do this, man. It's Justin, look. It. I mean, I guess it just says expletive beep and bambalooza. I mean, it's not that bad. Listen, Justin, I love you, brother, but these things all not beep. And what about this one? Yeah. Yes, this acronym here. Just just because I'm 44 years old, do you think that I don't know what that stands for? Or, 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 I don't know, Justin, Justin, do you even know what this acronym stands for? Uh, it's just social media. I mean, if you don't like it, you can just delete me. TBH2015 at TJRS underscore WMTS. Hey, that's me. WDYS space IKYB space WAI exclamation point LOL. But fit. Thank you, Justin Reed, for being my assistant. You're there. welcome. The lovely Justin Reed preaches at Wood Congregation. And you know there. you can't catch anything if you don't put a reel in. Yes, I'm, I'm just scared. Okay. I really didn't want to get hooked today. But you could be a fisher's a man. That's true. <laughs> All right. I hope, hope you enjoyed that. And, you know, it's, it's serious. But we got to have a little fun sometimes. we got to talk about these things that, that challenge us from day to day. And, and obviously, as, as Justin and I, we, you know, we're playing around. We're having fun. And, and we, we've been planning this for a couple of days now. And uh, sending the sending the, the revised script last night at about midnight. So, so uh, you know, we had to use a little props. But that's okay. Folks, I want to talk to you today about social media, and this is a very important topic. Now, 
introducing myself again. I am Joey Farrell. I'm the minister here at Elkins. Uh, I live here. Uh, lived here for 20-some-odd years, 22 years now. And uh, I grew up in McMinnville, so I know a lot of folks here from both sides and, and a lot of folks from Facebook. I, I know people, I've met people today I've never met before that I've known on Facebook for a long time. Sometimes I'm called the Facebook preacher, and that's okay. I'm all right with that title. If you get on my Facebook, you'll see why. Sometimes I don't even have to go in and clean my Facebook. It self-cleans because of the things that I will bring up sometimes, and that's okay. We're going to talk about that. I appreciate Brother Drew's lesson talking about these things we can do with smartphones. Now, as you can see, I'm using a tablet as well. I am very technology-driven. That's what I do for a living. So I am very technology-driven, and I'm on technology all day long, every day. I just got a tweet while we were twitting. Does that make sense? <laughs> so anyway, <clears throat> social media. Most of us use some form or another, except my wife. She's back there. She is in the last group of five people in Cannon County that don't have Facebook. So... <clears throat> She is, I promise. Uh, there's number two. <laughs> Three, four, maybe there's ten. <laughs> maybe it's a Facebook junkie or Twitter, tweeter. Maybe an itchy Instagram finger. We get our kicks out of Kick. That's uh, it's funny because Kick is a, an app that a lot of people use now on their tablets and phones. And, and my daughter used it. She thought it was the coolest thing in the world. My 14-year-old, I don't know where she's at. She's in one of these red shirts. There she is. Um, she uses Kick, and she thinks it's one of the coolest things in the world. And I said, honey, we were using that back on Blackberry. She said, what's a Blackberry? <laughs> you older folks get that, I know. Okay. Our interest on Pinterest. You get it? Our interest on Pinterest. The list goes on and on, it seems. What would anyone say was the first social media site or platform? Throw it out there if you know. Now, Brandon, you don't qualify. We don't talk about this. So who, who, who can name the first social media platform out there? Found that trap door. Who can name this first social media? Come on, somebody throw it out there. What do you think? MySpace. MySpace? Nope. What? Nope. No other Facebook. AOL? Close. Anybody else? Google? No. Google's way behind. They just own everything. What else? Y'all young kids ain't going to get it. I'll just tell you. Oh. Uh, all right, the first three that came out almost synonymously were BBS. Who knows what a BBS is? No? Is there not anybody in here older than me? Now, I wrote Ronnie Hall is, but he don't, he's not on Facebook. <laughs> BBS were bulletin board services. All right? Kind of like a LSN network, if you will, something like that. Okay? AOL was right there in line with it, and CompuServe. And CompuServe had these real cool ads. They were funny. They had a kid going, Ooh, looking into a computer screen and, and saying, the world has arrived. Now, these things, obviously, we, we, we know about some of these older things. And AOL still is in existence. It's not the same thing anymore. But a man by the name of Tom Jennings created a thing called FidelNet, and it made BBS talk to each other. Um, you know, so, so basically that meant if I was on this bulletin board in Woodbury, Tennessee, and somebody else was on one over in, let's say Brother Jack's over in India, and he's on this bulletin board, we're talking to each other. That's cool, right? Might not be today because we've got all these other methods. You know, you pick up your, your iDevice and FaceTime with somebody clear across the world, and there's only about a half a second delay in it. Bulletin board services, you would have to go back and check and check and check. I used them. We used them for business a little bit. 
But AOL virtual places, chat by Excite, Pal Talk, ICQ, AIM, Instant Messenger, all of these things were out there in the early to mid-90s. Y'all thought social media was just something of the late, didn't you? No, it's been around a long, long time. In 1995, AOL surfaced with the first member profiles and started the trend. They allowed you to tell people who you were. Before that, everybody hid, if you will. I know I was in a program called Excite uh, uh, Virtual Places, and uh, I actually was member number 3001. Can y'all imagine being in a, in, a, in a social media that you were still a member number in the 3000s? <coughs> yes, it was back in the late 70s. <laughs> it was about 1995, 96. And uh, I actually became what was called a chat host, a moderator, and had, uh, had supervision. And we, we had secret identities. It was cool. You could not tell. You, you, it, was, it worked right, right well with me. We had double identities. We had our normal chat name that we could speak under, and then we had our host name over here. And you would sign out one, you sign in the other, and you could not tell anybody your host that you were they. And it was pretty cool, but at the same time it wasn't because we had to be two different people. In uh, 1997, um, shortly around 1997, a, a website came out that, yes, I joined it. I don't even know what my username is anymore. Classmates. Anybody on Classmates? Okay, the older folks, <laughs> classmates, that's how we kept up with our friends. Yeah, we go to the 25th reunion and we go, oh, yeah, you look just like your picture on classmates. <laughs> Sixdegrees.com. Anybody know what Six Degrees is? Anybody ever heard of Kevin Bacon? Right, Sixdegrees.com was invented because this, these people thought that everybody in the world was related somehow to Kevin Bacon six degrees out. So you can go six different ways. We had this discussion earlier. Jack, you weren't here yet. Uh, the preachers and I had this discussion in my office. We're six degrees from Tommy Bowling. <laughs> Everybody here seems to know Tommy Bowling in one form or another. It's pretty cool. In 2002, a website was created called Friendster. And then MySpace. And then the Facebook. And that's what it was called, the Facebook. You can probably still go to thefacebook.com and it it'll take you to Facebook. Um, Friendster was the first one to have what was called a circle of friends. Now, Facebook got smart and bought Friendster, so Friendster is no more. But circle of friends is still around, and that's in uh, something called Google Plus now. And Google Plus is actually social media. So whoever said Google meant to go, yeah, they got it. They knew they couldn't stay out of it. Uh, how about LinkedIn? Is anybody in LinkedIn? Okay. What is LinkedIn for? Business. Yeah. It started out as, as a way for businesses to, uh, basically it was a, a kind of an adult recruiting social media site. You know, you recruited, you put your resume out there on LinkedIn, then you, but now it's more of a, hey, who, it's almost like an adult Facebook, if you will. I mean, everybody's joining LinkedIn. They got their interest on there, and if you're, you know, I get so many ads from LinkedIn, I don't even, I mean, I never go on it. But, um, but Digital Trends Magazine is marketing. I've got a lot of statistics today. I hope I don't bore you with them. And there's some actual uh, dialogue between teenagers and some interviewers and some websites. And I want to share some of these things with you. Because some of them are very, uh, very positive. But unfortunately, some of them are very demotivating to parents, adults, preachers, teachers. And I want to talk about these things. And for certainly, if you have questions about them, we, we can help you out. 
I've got this picture here. When I started researching this a few weeks ago, I, I thought, you know, I know all the I know all the social media sites. I heard Drew mention one minute ago Vine. I've never been to Vine. Well, there's a couple others there, and, and anybody wants to look at this, you're welcome to. There's probably over a thousand social media sites that have been researched. I, I had no idea. No idea. Theconservationprism.com is where you can find this if you want to look. But I mean, there's stuff on here. Plaxo, never heard of it. Uh, I, I can't even read something. Wordy, wordy. I mean, I get words with friends. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, so so it's some cool stuff when you finally figure out. Hey, one minute, this world is is connected, right? Isn't that what social media is about? Think about that. Social media has the world addicted. Has the world addicted. You might not be on social media in this room, and if you're not, that's okay. Now, I'll encourage you preachers that are in the room to get on. And the reason I say that, and yes, there, there are things we're going to talk about today that are demoralizing, the, uh, the, the attituding, I guess you'd say. But there are people that have I have contacted through social media methods that have ended up in the baptistry that I never knew before Facebook. Keep that in mind, preachers. I also know that our website, and, and I'll give a little kudos to our website here at the church, all of our stuff just interacts with each other. On Sunday mornings, afternoons, I will post the lesson that's been preached, and I'll post these lessons sometime this weekend, hopefully. Uh, but I will post the lesson on our website. When I post it on our website, it goes to Twitter, it goes to Facebook, it goes to iTunes. It's also not going to this, this new one that I have no idea how to use. <laughs> Found it in my statistics search. Um, but that lesson is going there. Our website is getting 25 to 30 hits per day. Every single day. That's not just because of lessons. Brother Earl Sutton, um, Katrinka is a big help for that. Uh, she emails me articles and I put them on there and they get a lot of attention. So preachers, I, I'm giving you a little hint. I know this is a youth conference, but there's a lot of preachers here, and I appreciate you guys. A lot of preachers here. If you don't have a website, consider it. Talk to your elders. Get something going. If you need help, call me. I'll help you. Uh, there's ways we can reach the world because that's what it's all about. It's not about reaching those in just a Woodbury community or McMinnville or Murfreesboro or Lafayette. <laughs> it's, uh, you can't get there from here, can you? Alright, appreciate you being here, Jack. I really do. <laughs> you probably hit the end yet quicker than you can get here, can't you? <laughs> but uh, I do appreciate you being here. So what is it about this that makes us addicted? Social media is now the number one activity on the web. Would you have thought that 10 years ago, those of you that are older than 10? It's the number one activity on the web. 93% of our young people have access to a computer. Is there a young person in this room that's under the age of 18 that does not have access to a computer? Don't be embarrassed. We're 100%, guys. 100% of us have access to computer. 37, and this is an old statistic, 37% of our young people have, guess what kind of phones? Smartphones. And as Drew mentioned, and this is, I think, 2012 or 2011 statistic, as Drew mentioned, those things have become computers in our hands. Those things have become a good thing, but they're also very challenging, okay? The frequency of teen social media uses may have reached a plateau. Three and 14 social media users visit the sites on a daily basis. All right, guys, would y'all think that's true? Give me some interaction here. If you think that's ridiculous, you let me know. I think it's true, though. I really do. 
Research from the University of Chicago's Booth School of Business, fully published online this past April 2014, sheds some light on just how much we long for tweets and status updates. The study collected data from 205 adults in Germany who supplied 7,827 reports of their desires over the course of a week and suggested that our social media, y'all listen to this, may have a stronger pull on us than cigarettes. Think about that. Those statistics went on to talk about how more addicting, how much more addicting social media is than drinking and methamphetamine. Alright, now there again, I've already told you, I don't, I don't condemn social media. It's a good tool when you use it the right way. So, so where are all these people at? In 2011, 93% of our young people said they were on Facebook. 2012, it's 94. But here we're talking today, 2015, it's free. <laughs> they left Facebook. We're going to talk about that a little bit. That's okay, old folks. Um, we got more room now. We can talk more. Um, <laughs> Twitter in 2011, 12% of our young people. 2012, 26% of our young people. Twitter's a pretty cool little app. I use it when I go to things like CYC. Uh, when I go to Free Hardland lectures, when I go to Paulson Pulpit. Um, matter of fact, at CYC this year, uh, the tweet, CYC 2015, was number two in the world for a brief moment. It wasn't long because everything else overtook it. But for a very brief moment, Dale Jenkins announced, would everybody tweet, and don't forget, y'all, hashtag TBH 2015. We're not going to hit number two, I promise you. But hey, we're going to show up. We're going to show up. And people go, what's that? All right? And they'll say our tweets and Facebook. Uh, Instagram wasn't even around in 2011, but it was 11% of our teens in 2012. It's 113% of them now, I believe. <laughs> MySpace! Oh, yes, I've still got one somewhere. 24% of teens in 2011, 7% in 2012, negative 3. I don't have 2015. YouTube, well, wait a minute, it says we polled the voters from the election of, no, I'm kidding, <laughs> the dead people. Um, YouTube, 6%, 7%, it, it's not that big. Tumblr, uh, 2% in 2011, 5% in 2012. And I'm going to stop there. There's a lot more on there. Um, you know, Pinterest wasn't even around in 2011. Uh, gained 1% in 2012. Um, you know, Google, uh, Google Plus, Meet Me, some of these others. 2% in 2011 said they don't know if they're on social media. <laughs> and with that list, I can get it now. But, or they don't have their own profile. 1% in 2012. Where do you think that number went? <laughs> it's probably gone. It's probably zero. Um, that's okay. Now I want to tell you about some of the things that, that the reason that it becomes so addictive. 91% of people that are on social media post a photo of themselves. Selfies, right? Everybody's got one, right? Every set. If y'all are on social media and you don't have a selfie, you ain't doing something right, right? <laughs> All right. You know what's scary about that? I'm going to wait on that. 84% post their interests, such as movies, music, or books that they like. 82% post their birth date. It's kind of scary here, folks. 71% post their school name. 71% post the city or town where they live. 62% post their relationship status. Guys, if you do that, don't put confused because of her or confused because of him. <laughs> Complicated. I'll put that one day on mine. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just tell you, it didn't work out too well. My wife's not on Facebook either. 53% post their email address. 
24% post videos of themselves. 20% post there. 24% post videos of themselves. 1% that six degrees of Tom Bowling post crazy videos on some helium app that makes you talk funny. That's just Tom Bowling. He's the only person in the world that, well, Brandon did one. <laughs> I saw Brandon do one. 20% uh, post their cell phone number. These are 2012 statistics, guys. I guarantee you that cell phone number has risen gradually to a number of much greater proportion. This one kind of scared me a little bit. 93% of teen Facebook users share their real name. Now, that statistic, the reason it scares me is because some folks do reveal too much, as you've heard these statistics. But at the same time, it scares me because we have to hide sometimes, and, and, and that's not good. If, I, I want to say this. If you have a Facebook or a Twitter or whatever, and you're having to disguise yourself, you, you may just need to get off of it, okay? Um, I'm not saying that we've got, some, we've got some young folks here at the church that use their first name and middle name. Uh, okay, that's fine. We have some folks that will only use, I, I've got a preacher friend up in Mont Eagle that he uses his middle name as his last name because uh, somebody hacked his account once and he couldn't get his real name back. Uh, okay, but don't do it to try to deceive people. We're going to talk about that a little bit too. Openness is said to be one of the most invest, uh, inviting reasons for so many on social media sites. Openness, y'all get that, you understand? Because we can be so open, right? Y'all also know that causes problems, right? <laughs> There's universal agreement on one thing. Facebook promotes both honesty and openness. It seems people really enjoy being themselves and throwing that openness out there for all to see everybody. Think about that. What Bruce said a minute ago, you put a picture on the internet, it's there forever, forever. Anybody that's on Facebook, and that's my social media choice, and, and, and I'll give you a history. I joined Facebook back in 2009, no, 2005, two, six, 2006, because an old high school friend and I had kind of run across each other's email address, and I emailed her, hey, what's up? Good to talk to you, you know? She said, have you heard of the Facebook? No? What's that? <laughs> So I joined. And I went back a few months ago and I found my first post. I went, that made no sense. <laughs> because you talked about yourself in third person in the in the late 2000s on Facebook. It, 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 it would ask you, how are you feeling? And Joey is feeling. <laughs> so, weird. And I went back and read it and I think one of them was even in fourth person. <laughs> talking about myself, talking about myself, talking about myself. So... Yes, I need to take medication for that. <laughs> Facebook currently boasts more than 1.3 billion active users. Jack, how many people are in the world? 7.1. You know how I knew that? I've been listening to Jack Honeycutt this week. <laughs> from from Polish in the Pulpit, 2013. 7.1 billion people. So 1.3 billion active users, that's in 2012, guys. 1.2. A seventh or actually, I guess a sixth of the world is on Facebook. One out of six. We went around this room, one out of six people on Facebook. Now, we've already determined that more of y'all are on it than, than, uh, than what we know. I want, to, I want to quote you some things that are told here, and they're going to come into play a little bit throughout this entire lesson. 
On Twitter, this is a female by the age of 13. Okay, I don't have names, and I hope y'all can hear me. I'm usually wearing a lapel mic above my lapel. On Twitter, you like get to say whatever you want, and you tweet it. But there's like a limit to what you tweet and everything. I'm reading this word for word. But whatever you tweet, it's like random things of what's on your mind. And like she said, like you could express yourself. No one judges you. I'm going to judge this girl. She grew up watching Valley Girl. If some of you older folks remember that movie. Where back in the mid to late 80s, everything with every other word was like, like. <laughs> I guess it's made a comeback, Ralph. <laughs> I don't know. But Twitter is the 140 character sharing site. Most of y'all knew that, right? You can only type 140 characters. That was a problem for some people. It's a problem for me. I can't type 140 characters. I'm just getting started, you know? But 140 character sharing site. So people like it. They can blitz it. Bam, 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 bam. And, and you know, their, their little logo is a bird. And so that's what you do. Bam. You know, like Justin was, you know, he's fishing for the birds a minute ago. Facebook doesn't have a limit on characters. Most male apes, 18 says. So on Twitter, there's only so much you can say. On Facebook, they say so many details of things that you don't want to know. <laughs> That's the truth right there. Uh, you'd be like, are you serious? No one really cares that much. <laughs> Y'all think about that. You know, think about that. A female age 13. Like. <laughs> what is it? Like. Sometimes you just like. Express your feelings on Twitter. Like you feel like yourself. Okay. Fifteen-year-old on uh, Twitter. I'm on Twitter more often, and it's easier. I mean, Facebook is easy since I know how to do it. But Twitter is, I think, more addictive. Female age sixteen. Twitter is more natural. Again, I'm not beating Twitter now because it's got its uses. It's got its applications that we can be good. We can be lights into the world for these things, folks. I want you to grab that and stay with that during this whole process that we're talking about today because it is unbelievable how you can reach. I mean, think about that. 1.3 billion people are active on Facebook. How many of you have 100 friends on Facebook? Am I going to have to preach online? Come on now. <laughs> how many have 100 friends or more? How many? 200, 300, 400, 500. 600, 1,000, all right, 2,000, all right, okay, I, I'm right around 1,000. Oh, I went through last week and, and threw arrows, so if you're not on Facebook anymore, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> all right, so let's talk about Instagram just a minute. My point there is if you've got 1,000 friends and you post something, guess what? 1,000 people are going to see it. And you know what? If you Depending on how you type your privacy settings marked, if you post something on Facebook and your friends see it, sometimes their friends can see it. And if you put something on their public, and that's usually the way I post, because if I'm going to, what is it? Somebody tell me what Lonnie Jones says. If you can say it in front of God, you can say it in front of me, right? So keep that in mind. Just because you're not posting publicly on whatever, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, read down that list. Um, God sees it, right? God sees it. Instagram grew by 50% between March and December 2014 and exceeded the 300 million user mark. This means that the photo sharing social network is now bigger than Twitter. In terms of active users and crucially with much faster growth and momentum, 
Here's another person about Instagram, female age 14. I got my Facebook account around 6th grade and I was really obsessed with it for a while. Then towards the 8th grade, I kind of just like, you know, once you get into Twitter, if you make a Twitter and an Instagram, then you'll just kind of forget about Facebook. And that's what I did. Okay, so old people, that's why we don't have as many young people on here anymore. They're out there, okay? They're, they're on Twitter and Instagram. Here's a 17-year-old. Instagram is more safe. It's less social. Okay, you can look that as good and bad. And a 15-year-old says, I mean, Instagram is just basically like letting everybody else see what you're seeing. Now, I want that to set in with you. <laughs> if you put something on Instagram, somebody else is seeing it. A lot of people are seeing it. <coughs> Tumblr. I have no idea what Tumblr is. I, I, I signed up for it the other night because I was reading these statistics. And I sit there and look at the screen off. Well, now what? <laughs> at least when I signed up for Facebook, it says, what do you feel? Uh, Tumblr's like, here's your page. <laughs> I'm waiting. Here's your page. <laughs> I don't know. If y'all are on Tumblr, maybe you can explain to me. But Tumblr's active user base grew 120% in the last six months of 2014, while Facebook's only grew 2%. <laughs> Tumblr's got something. I don't know what it is. In sheer numbers, Tumblr's growth is quite phenomenal. The network is apparently signing up 120,000 new users every day. I don't know what it is. Somebody just said what it is. I don't know. I'm on it, though. And our website's now posting to it, so if <laughs> you say it's out there, we're good. There's a few others out there. Parents are, a young man or age 13 says he thinks his parents feel safer with Google+. Plus. <laughs> I do too. i got five people in my circle. <laughs> I don't even know them. <laughs> Female age 13 with Google+, Plus. it was like, you should add this person to your circle, and then it automatically brings up their profiles. No, I do not want to put my teacher into a circle. All right. Pinterest, LinkedIn, blogs, all these things so that you can be bad or good. So what drives social media? What, what do y'all think is the, the biggest driver of social media? All sites, no matter what they are. What do you think the biggest biggest thing that pushes you to post on social media? What is it? Somebody throw it out there. Sorry? Okay. Curiosity. Huh? Curiosity. Curiosity, okay. Communication. Communication, okay. Attention? Attention. Uh, attention. Attention. Okay. But all right, so what are you putting out there to, to, to do all these things? What's driving that? What's the connections? What's driving it? What do you do? What's one of the first things you do on Facebook? You gotta what? What do you have? Get a microphone off Your pictures, right? Your pictures are what drives all social media. Honestly, guys. I don't know how many. I've got over 13,000 pictures on my iPhone. I'm a picture freak, okay? I, I, sorry. <laughs> I have random pictures of people that I don't know. That's okay. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not stalking or anything. <laughs> I, just, you know, I, I, like to, I like to, you know, take pictures, all right? And I keep pictures. But people post pictures. They post a lot of pictures. Here's a male age 17 says, if I look good in a picture, I'll put it up. <laughs> if y'all if, if, if you're in here, I'm sorry. <laughs> a female age 14 says, if a photo has less than 20 likes, what do you do with it? <laughs> really? I gotta go back and delete about 98% of my pictures. <laughs> female age 14 says, I do post a good amount of pictures. On Facebook, I think. 
sometimes it's a very stressful thing when it comes to your profile picture. Because one should be better than the last, but it's so hard. I just recycle mine. I thought that's what you're supposed to do. I, you know, I've got one there from when I had all black hair, you know. <laughs> but, so I will message them, my friends, a ton of pictures and be like, which one should I make my profile? And then they'll help me. Abigail, did you write this? I'm just kidding. That's my point. And then they'll help me out, and that kind of takes the pressure off of me, and it's like a very big thing. Is that how y'all feel? I mean, I, I, I'm not trying to embarrass you, but is that serious? Is that, is that, I mean, no? Okay. All right. She just, she got in front of her mom's computer, didn't know what to do, I guess. So. <laughs> All right. Female age 15. It's so competitive. Ooh. To get the most likes on a Facebook picture, it's like your social position. I think that's probably true. I've seen that. I've seen people that, that you know that create madness over the pictures. Nothing wrong with posting pictures, guys, but make sure that you're posting things that are that are, that are morally ethical for one. You know, and, and some people I, I get very offended sometimes by people's pictures. And I want to say this, I want to say it in all sincerity and, and I want to say it in a loving and kind way. You know what I'm tired of seeing on Facebook or Twitter or whatever? I am very, very tired of seeing missing children's pictures and they look like they came out of some magazine that we ought not be looking at. If y'all don't know what I'm talking about, go search some of those pictures. If you've got a missing 15-year-old child and she looks like that she's been at a bar, I wonder why she's missing. And I'm not trying to, to condemn anybody. But I want you to think about that. I don't think their parents went and tried to find the, the ter most terrible picture of them in the post. I think that's the way they lived their life. We need to be very careful. We also need to be very careful with posting pictures because there, there's a, 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 we've got a pretty good balance of young men and young women in this room today. And I, want to tell, I want to say this. Pictures can cause sin. If you post something that is revealing, if it's something that you wouldn't wear at a Bible study, if it's something that you wouldn't want to wear at your grandma or granddaddy's house because it doesn't look good, you ought not post that picture. If you post something that reveals something that you wouldn't be able to watch on TV on Saturday morning, not the premium channels, <laughs> you probably ought not post it. <coughs> Just like Drew said, once those things are out there, they go viral. They're out there everywhere, okay? I just ask you to please consider what you're posting. You know, I heard Glenn Collie speak about his daughter Hannah. Some of you know them. And he said as Hannah was growing up that she would... She would have to bring any new dress that, that she would want to wear out and model it for Glenn. And he would give her a yes or a no. You know, what if we had to do that with our Facebook pictures? What if we had to show those to our parents? What if we had to show those to our preachers? Don't, don't come show me all our pictures. Uh, what if we had to show those to our elders? <laughs> Brian, Brian can look at um, What if we had to show them to somebody that was getting ready to walk in the baptistry? Think about this, please. Now, the most disheartening topic I want to talk about, and, and, and I'm going to speed up just a little bit, but a female age 15 says, if you were on Facebook, you see a lot of drama. Y'all knew it was coming, didn't you? Female age 14. Okay, here's something I want to say. I think Facebook can be fun, but also it's drama central. On Facebook, people imply things and say things, even just by a like, that they wouldn't say in real life. It's true. Some people hide behind Facebook, guys, or Twitter, or whatever it may be. They hide. You know, they put this screen up. 
You know, I'm going to say this. Thank you. <coughs> Male age 18 says it's because Facebook, it's where people post unnecessary pictures and they say unnecessary things like saying he has a girlfriend. And a girl will go on and tag him in that picture like me and him and son having fun. Why would you do that? I, I, why would you do that? <laughs> I mean, that guy sounds like somebody took his girlfriend. Well, I'm thinking, <laughs> I don't know. Parents, I want to give you some warnings. 38% of Facebook users in 2011 were under the age of 13. Does anybody know why that's a problem? <laughs> the terms of service on Facebook state that you must be 13 years of age. And kids, if you're here and you're under 13 and you got a Facebook, you better think about it. I'm not going to call you out, but I'm not going to add you to my friends either. Alright? Because you know what happens, and it's funny, because I can tell some of those that were in 2011 that are on my friends list now that were under 13, you know how I can tell? Because when their birthday pops up on my birthday list on the side, it says, so-and-so is 24 years old today. I'm like, really? <laughs> You're still in high school. <laughs> you must be like Billy Madison or something. But Think about the, the ramifications of that. If you're under 13, somebody has judged that it, that it means that you have no business on social media. MySpace is 14, it used to be. The majority of them, you can't even get an email now under 13 years old. Guess what you got to have to join social media? An email. <laughs> so you're either, and I'm going to put this as bluntly as I can, you're either falsifying information, flat out lying, all right, or you're not there. One or the other, if you're under 13. Parents, I'm putting that charge under you. If you have a, a minor that's under 13, get them off of these social media sites. Right? I'll be glad to friend them when they get of age. I'll be glad to be happy to. But if they're under 13, please consider what you're doing. But there's a reason they're not on there. All right? More than 25% of Facebook users last year were under the age of 10. Heaven forbid. What, what is wrong with us? What is wrong with us, parents? <laughs> I mean, if you don't know if your child's on Facebook or Twitter or whatever, ask them, please. A female age 19 said, yeah, that's why we go to Twitter and Instagram instead of Facebook because my mama doesn't have that. <laughs> they call us old folks. <laughs> they, know we're, they know we're looking at them. All right. And if you don't have your daughter or your son on Facebook or Twitter or whatever, if you're not their friends, you better have them. <laughs> that's all I can tell you. They can block you, but... <laughs> Matthew 15 11 says, It is not what goes into the mouth that defiles a person, but what comes out of the mouth that defiles a person. That's the ESV version. Dishonesty and deception. Consequently, many reported maintaining multiple profiles or accounts on Facebook. That little, that little thing, Justin, I did, that's true, folks. I, I've got people that are doubled up on some of mine, and I don't know why. But they do it for different purposes. They're migrating wholesale away from Facebook to other platforms that are offline interactions. <laughs> in which they felt more free. They want to get away from the, the capture, if you will. A female age 15 says, I have two Facebook accounts, one for my family, one for my friends. Kids, we, we know what's going on. I don't mean to call you kids. I don't mean to insult you, but I, I, we know what's going on. We're not, we're, not, uh, we're not ignorant of these things, all right? Another female age 15 says, I have a Facebook, a Tumblr, and a Twitter. I don't use Facebook or Twitter much. I'd rather use Tumblr to look for interesting stories. I like Tumblr because I don't have to present a specific or false image of myself 
And I don't have to interact with people I don't necessarily want to talk to. That's when I joined Tumblr after I read that. <laughs> That's, nobody ever asked because you can't figure out how to use it. <laughs> I can't. All right. Female age 15 says you need to pretend that you're something that you're not. <laughs> you know, that, that hit hard right there. You need to pretend that you're something that you're not. I'm going to go back to, you know, that when I first got online and these, these chat services like that, that's what it was, guys. That's exactly what we had. We had uh, uh, excite virtual places. You, you could. It was cool. You could chat on any website, and you could pick an icon, an avatar, and you were who? You were that avatar. That was your life. I became George Strait. So I was. I had a. I had a, I had a life. I saw my life. Don't do that. It can destroy you. Because what happens many times is you forget that you have a real life. You forget that you're in a process that God has put you here for. Immorality can be seen and identified much easier on social media. The only time I've ever deleted a picture, a male at 18 says, is because I'm applying for colleges. A male at 17 says, yeah, having a boss as a Facebook friend actually does influence what I post. Because when you're working... You don't want your boss to find out that you're drinking. So that's why right now, like I'm more careful. Did y'all catch that I said that was a male age 17? If it's something that you don't want your boss seeing, it may not need to be on there. And I'll tell y'all something. I'm an employer. In my, my secular work, I employ people. You know what I do when I'm thinking about hiring somebody? Y'all figure it out. Addiction. How many? How many here spend one hour a day on, on social media? I mean, I'll raise my hand. I'm not gonna lie about it. One hour a day. How many? Two hours a day. I'm up and down on that one. Three hours a day. Four. Six. I think we're down to almost nobody now. Six. Did y'all know that you could read the Bible in 77 days if you spent two hours a day doing it? Did you know you could read the Bible in 38.7 days if you spent four hours a day doing it? Is that something? That's based on six chapters uh, an hour. You can read six chapters an hour, except for Psalm 119. But <laughs> you can read six chapters an hour. It's not a big deal. Pride. A female age 15, I think something that really changed for me in high school with Facebook is Facebook is really about popularity. And the popularity you have on Facebook transmits into popularity you have in life. A female age 13. Yeah, some of the people that follow me on Instagram that I don't know, they're just really nice to me and they always say nice things. What to your 14. <laughs> when we look at Facebook or social media, Twitter, whatever it may be, we need to keep John chapter 3 verse 30 in mind. And that says that he must increase, but I must decrease. It can't be about us, guys. It can't be about us. I mean, yes, that's what social media is about. I want, to, I want to take you to, if you'll open your Bibles to Proverbs, I heard Drew reading some of that Proverbs, and I know we're going to walk on each other's lessons a little bit, and that's okay. Did y'all know that Solomon was on social media when he wrote Proverbs? <laughs> I'm just kidding. He wasn't, but I want you to look at some things and you're going to think, man, he was too. <laughs> when I started looking at this, I'm like, oh, well, I looked him up, Solomon. couldn't find him. But... <laughs> Chapter 26. Chapter 26, verse 4, Proverbs. Do not answer a fool according to his folly. 
You know how many times I have answered somebody's post on Facebook and went, oh, I wish I hadn't done that. Now they've got the delete button now, but how quick could I delete it, you know? Verse 17, chapter 26. He who passes by and meddles in a quarrel not his own is like one who takes it all out of the ears. <coughs> Meddling. Getting into somebody else's business. You know? Somebody says, I'm sad today. Why are you sad? That's a, I mean, immediately. What's going on? <laughs> Did you break up your boyfriend? I mean, you know, it's, it's one of those things that, 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 you know, by the end of the day, their, their, their dog died, came back to life, ran out in the road, got run over again. and I mean, it's just crazy. Which leads us to the next one, verses 18 and 19. Be truthful. Like a madman who throws firebrands, arrows, and death is the man who deceives his neighbor and says, I was only joking. Folks, there's nothing wrong with jokes, as Drew said. But you need to be very careful. You know, there's, there's these things that go around Facebook every so often. And you start seeing weird posts from people. Stuff you really wouldn't, you really wouldn't think about. I'm moving to Hawaii for five months. Y'all ever seen that? I don't know if that's the exact wording, but... Uh, uh -huh. Ohio. What? <laughs> Aloha, okay. Uh, and stuff like that. And, you know, and, and, and it's some game that's being played privately. Alright? Think about how you affect other people when you do that. You know, you can take it to an extent, and, and, and I don't have time to tell the full story, but... But back in that those excited virtual places days, the chat I was in, we had a friend that, that we all got close. We didn't know each other's names, all right? We were, I was country, CNTRY, still my email, but some of them still, Brian Whitty still emails or some of that. Um, CNTRY, I was the country boy. My wife says I was a city boy, so I changed my identity, right? I became a country boy. All right, so I was country boy. Well, uh, racing man or whatever his name was, we got to be friends with him. This is my parents' chat, by the way. This is a chat for parents. And one day somebody comes in the chat room and they said, racing man's killed himself. You know? I mean, what do you do? And, yeah, it tore us all to pieces. I mean, this is, you know, late 90s, 98. I mean, we, we, we didn't have any way of investigating it. About two weeks later, I'm talking to this person who said they were a cousin of a racing man or whatever the name is. You know what happened? This person said something that only racing man and I had discussed. Y'all get it? This person had faked their own suicide. I don't know why. But there was a lady that ended up in the hospital because her and this guy had gotten too close emotionally. And you can do that still today, more so than you could then. And she almost overdosed because she was thinking that he was really dead. Joking is good, it's okay. But remember, it affects people's lives. Be truthful. How about stirring up some fire? Verse 21 As charcoal is the burning coals and wood is the fire, so is a contentious man to kindle strife. The words of the bearer are like hasty trifles, and they go down. Into the, into the inmost body. What about lies and gossip? Same thing. Right? Those verses go right together. What about casual trouble or causing trouble? Verse 27. Whoever digs a pit will fall into it. And he who rolls a stone will have it rolled back on him. Y'all ever get on Facebook and you see this post that's got 742 comments on 
Phil Sanders has got one of those right now. That's a good post. I can't read it. <laughs> it takes days to read it. But typically it's because somebody, now he wasn't, I promise you that, but somebody is causing trouble, and that's why that thing just keeps going and going and going and going and going. And sometimes, I mean, when I've had stuff like that, I just going to just delete it. I mean, just gone. And then I start getting, why don't you delete that? <laughs> well, because it wasn't causing any good. But don't cause trouble. Verse 2 of chapter 27, let another man praise you, not your own mouth, a stranger, not your own lips. Be humble. There's a place in social media to be humble. Backing up to uh, verse 15 uh, in chapter 27, does it really need to be said? A continual dripping on a very rainy day and a contentious woman are like, I'm going to run after that one. Whoever restrains her restrains the wind and grasps oil with dry hands. Four more verses I'm going to look at. Chapter 28, verse 10. Whoever causes the upright to astray in an evil way, he himself will fall into his own pit. But the blameless will inherit good. Teach through your words, young people. Teach through your words, please. Show people how it is like to be a Christian. A young Christian living today, if you are a Christian. And if you're not a Christian, we're going to give you that opportunity later. Brother Jack's going to talk to us about that. I hope. Verse 28, or 26 rather. He who trusts in his own heart is a fool, but whoever walks wisely will be delivered. Chapter 29, verse 9. Sometimes it's better to just walk away. And that's not just social media, that's real life. If a wise man contends with a foolish man, whether the fool rages or laughs, there is no peace. Sometimes you just got to walk away. I'm guilty of not doing that. <laughs> There's plenty of people in this room will tell you that. I'm guilty of not walking away. I'm working on that. I'm getting better at it. And then verse 20 of chapter 29. Do you see a man hasty in his words? There's more hope for a fool than for him. In other words, wait it out. You know, I try to live by a rule on my email sometimes in business. Wait 24 hours before you respond. Because sometimes it's not the best thing to respond right away. Why? Your emotions are stirred. You get stirred up. You get, you get angry. You get aggravated. And what do you do? What, what happens with harsh words? They create what? Strife. They create more harsh words. Before you know it, you, you've ended up hurting somebody very badly. I'm going to close this out. I'm going to read you two more verses and one more statement from a young lady. Proverbs 4 and verse 23. Keep your heart with all diligence, for from it flow the springs of life. You can live on social media and keep pure. You can do it. It can be done. It's hard. It's difficult. That means that sometimes you can't have the same friends. Right? If you've got friends on your social media site that are causing you to stumble, you need to deal with it. You either need to encourage them or get rid of them. That's all there's to it. You don't have to be friends with everybody. I have 1,100 and some odd people on my Facebook. I don't personally know all those people. I don't personally know them. i got like two friends, all right? Real life. i got like two friends. Um, that's not, not my fault. Not my fault. Y'all's fault. But <laughs> a young lady, age 17, says this. I'm going to close out with this. I don't go on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. I prefer, like, talking to people face-to-face. -face. Like I don't. I honestly think that I probably not only talk to people that I'm really close to. You know what? John wrote about that same thing. Second John, verse 12, it says, Though I have much to write to you, I would rather not use paper and ink. Instead, I hope to come to you and talk face to face so that our joy will be complete.
Social media is good, can be good, it can be bad. But you know what? Face to face is always a very good interaction. Questions, comments? Thank you for being attentive and patient. I'm going to turn it back over to Brandon for some more songs. 603. This is a lot. This is a lot. Yeah, you can have that for a while. Song 603. I am mine no more. I am mine no more. I've been bought with blood. I am mine no more. Jesus is my Lord. Jesus is. Song number 902. Song 902. <laughs> Let the weak say I am strong. Let the poor say I am rich. Let the Hosanna, Jesus died. 